how is this out and about? Thought I'd see if anybody wants to play some round ball. You're listening to the Bet Slippin' Podcast Daily NBA Show. Featuring Jeff Clark from USA Today Sportsbook Wire. What up, homies? It's the first of the month, March 1st. Tuesday, we got a six-game slate in the NBA. You know who it is. It's Sportsbook Wire, sports betting analyst Jeff Clark here. Uh, ended February on a sour note. I was 1-2 and two in my best bets, dropping my 2022 record to 63-50. and 50. Still slightly profitable through the first two months of this year, but um, wasn't very happy with the performance that I had yesterday. I um, bet the Pacers money line against the Orlando Magic. They lost 119 to 103. Um, the, it was roughly a coin flip price. Um, part of my analysis was how point guard, uh, Pacers point guard Malcolm Brogdon's never lost to the Orlando Magic. And about an hour or two after I did this podcast, uh, Malcolm Brogdon went from not on the injury report to sidelined with an Achilles injury. So. We got the worst of the number. Um, Pacers and Orlando actually tied uh, in th- through three quarters or in three quarters, um, but just the third quarter for Orlando was uh, was a beatdown they put down on on, on Indy. So uh, we were on the wrong side of that one, and we were also on the wrong side of the over two twenty one and a half in the Bulls Heat game. Uh, Miami crushed Chicago one twelve to one to ninety nine and. A game that really wasn't that close. Chicago was just terrible from three-point land. Um, I, I believe at one point there were two of sixteen from three, um, and the only the only uh, player to hit three-pointer was Ayo Desuma, who hit two. Zach Levine was zero for six at one point. Um, everyone on the team was zero for except for Ayo. So uh, on the wrong side of that one as well. Um, but hey, whatever, what can you do? Uh, we did cash one best bet yesterday. I hit the under 270, uh, 237.5 in the Spurs Grizzlies game. Grizzlies beat the Spurs 118 105 in just a phenomenal John Morant performance. The first quarter looked pretty scary. I mean, I think Grizzlies were up 42 35, so it was trending well over, but the game died out. Uh, the rest of the three quarters all went under the, the trend, uh, trended under so we ended up cashing that one in a game that an outcome that turned out to be not much of a sweat down the stretch um but after the first quarter I was definitely nervous um pretty disappointed about my performance uh despite me coming in here with a upbeat attitude I am excited to turn the corner and start March um but geez betting the Pacers money line against the Orlando Magic a team that was 20 games below 500 yesterday before the start of that matchup is slightly embarrassing um the Pacers were a team that I kind of blacklisted um along with the Magic actually I've just avoided betting those teams and probably should just put them on the ban list for this following month so Either way, one and two to end February. Still sixty-three and fifty uh, to start March, um, but we got a six-game slate today, Tuesday. My three best bets are, or excuse me, I have two best bets. I'm um, dialing it back a little bit today because it's only a six-game slate. I might be able to get into some props. I have a couple of leans. Uh, my two leans yesterday cashed. I again had some paralysis by analysis and just overthought some things, made some bad bets. Um, but ready to charge back here March 1st. Um, but yeah, I got two best bets in the six-game slate. I might be able to uh, add a couple via Twitter 
um, later on, but it won't go against my bet slipping record. Either way, um, I like the Pistons plus three and a half against the Washington Wizards. I'm sprinkling on that money line as well. Um, and I'm going to go under 218.5 in the Brooklyn Nets-Toronto Raptors game. Um, those odds are provided by our friends at Sportsbook, Tipico Sportsbook. Tipico Sportsbook is a global sports betting leader that's live in New Jersey and Colorado. You can make your favorite sports more interesting with Tipico's fast and easy mobile sportsbook app. Uh, podcast listeners or sports uh, bet slip and podcast listeners can get a special welcome bonus at usatodaybet.com slash podcast. That's usatodaybet.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions do apply. You must be 21 or older to game, so please see Tipico's website for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER for New Jersey, 1-800-522-4700 for Colorado. Okay, so my two best bets, again, Pistons plus 3.5 and, and under 218.5 in the Toronto-Brooklyn game. Let me just look at a couple other games or talk about a couple other games that I have leans on currently. Uh, Atlanta Hawks-Celtics, that's the first of a TNT doubleheader primetime game. I don't have a lean on this one, just... Um, I'm just excited to see this matchup. Hawks are a very disappointing team, at least through the first 60 games or 29 and 31. Uh, Celtics are trending up. They're becoming a pretty in vogue, popular team following the All-Star break and a team that um, is getting a little bit of action from the market to make it out of the East. And the East, that's um, pretty chaotic. No one really knows who's going to come out of the conference or really either conference. This could be a, a very exciting postseason in the NBA. Uh, if anything, I lean towards the Celtics just because, I mean, they're far more consistent, at least currently, than the Atlanta Hawks. We we know the Celtics can play some defense, and we know the Hawks um, can can be a little Trey Young-focused and, and, and um, um, just like the rule that revolves around Trey Young. So if they're playing against a strong defense, Atlanta, I typically will favor the stronger defense since I don't think Atlanta's offense is that complicated. I do think the minus six and a half is a sharp number. Uh, the other game, or um, the another game I have a lean on would be like the the Minnesota Timberwolves uh, plus one hundred at home against the the Golden State Warriors. I lean towards the Timberwolves in this case, but I'm I'm kind of staying away from Warriors games currently. Um, they're still missing Draymond Green. Clay Thompson is supposedly out with an illness. Um, but he hasn't been like fully ramped up right now. And honestly, I had the I had the Warriors the other night against the the Dallas Mavericks. They had they gave up a 26-3 run in the fourth quarter and up blowing that game and they were I think they were up by 20 plus at one point and that's kind of shell-shocked me and uh, kind of keep me away from the Warriors. And then um, the second TNT uh, primetime game is the Los Angeles Lakers hosting the Dallas Mavericks. Lakers are definitely a team that I want to fade, um, but I do think this number's sharp, and I do think LeBron in prime time versus Luka shows up. I think this could be a, a, a game down to the final couple possessions. Dallas really the worst clutch team um, in the NBA, and, and obviously LeBron James knows how to close out games better than almost anyone ever. So I do think the Lakers keep it close. I ultimately think Dallas wins the game. Um, but I don't really see enough value in the Lakers. That being said, I could end up picking the Lakers or betting the Lakers later tonight before tip-off. And um, if so, I'll, I'll add it or I'll uh, post that on Twitter. I just, 
I got to think about it some more. I got to see how the market moves, uh, how the line moves um, before officially checking off the Lakers. But again, my two best bets, and we'll just start with the first game that tips off at 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. The 15 and 46 Detroit Pistons are getting three and a half points, so they visit the 27 and 33 Washington Wizards. Um, so we're taking the Pistons plus three and a half. We're sprinkling on that plus 135 money line because. Frankly, Detroit is a team that's ascending, and I actually think they have more talent than the Washington Wizards. Kyle Kuzma for the Wizards has been playing out of his ass and really phenomenally. I I, I can't hate on him, but I think Jeremy Grant at best neutralizes him or at worst neutralizes him at best is a better player than him. Also, I'm huge about Cade Cunningham. I know Evan Mobley, the Cleveland Cavaliers power forward, is – the runaway favor for the NBA Rookie of the Year. There's a couple of rookies that are really outstanding, and I think um, Cade Cunningham is kind of flying under the radar. I expect Cade Cunningham to have the Pistons in the playoffs, uh, at least a play-in seed, if not next year, uh, definitely the year following, and I'm high on his game. So I think he's the best player on the floor. Um, and Detroit, again, I... I, I actually like their talent between uh, Kate Cunningham, Sadiq Bay, Jeremy Grant, and um, I think they're going to stack some wins in the season and, and and give teams or give uh, put the league on notice a little bit and give Detroit backers some hope moving into the future. They're three and one straight up, four and zero against the spread in the last four games. All their all those uh, victories are against current playoff teams. They beat the Cavs. Uh, the Hornets are in a playing seed right now in the, in the aforementioned Boston Celtics. Their one loss was a revenge game for the Boston Celtics and a back-to-back with them. So um, they also are coming in here with a little momentum. They beat the Charlotte Hornets 127-126 to 126 in overtime thanks to a Kelly Olenek buzzer beater. Um, and um, I think they, they kind of parlay that good momentum into, into some um, solid performance or into a solid performance tonight against Washington. Uh, Washington's just is 0-2 straight up since the All-Star game. They did cover one of those games. They lost to Cleveland um, Saturday, but they did cover um, as 8.5-point favorites. I think they lost 92-86. to 86. Excuse me, Washington was getting 8.5 points. Um, and they are 2-0 straight up and 1-1 against the spread versus Detroit this season. But we are seeing some reverse line movement towards Detroit. The opener was Washington minus 5 and is getting steamed down despite a majority of the action, at least according to pregame.com, being on the Washington Wizards. Also, Washington just, they played down to their competition. Um, they're 8-16 and as a favorite this season. They're 7-18-1. and against the spread versus teams with a losing record. And they have the worst spread differential uh, versus bottom 10 teams according to or uh, by adjusted net rating according to uh, cleaningtheglass.com. They have a minus 5.1 ETS differential versus bottom 10 teams. So, again, I, I think the Pistons are um, ascending. I think they're going to have possibly a winning record um, in the last, I don't know, what, how many games they have left last 23 games. I could see them being 12 and 11 in those 23 games. So I'm going to start um, um, buying stock in the Pistons now against the Wizards, against a, against a Wizards team that performs pretty badly against bad teams. Uh, so let's lock in that first play. Then the second play I like here 
is I'm going under 218.5 in the Brooklyn Nets, Toronto Raptors game. They just played last night. Uh, Toronto just crushed Brooklyn 133-97. to They were actually without Fred Van Vliet. Um, Brooklyn is 2-1 and one straight up and against the spread versus Toronto this season. All three of their meetings have went over the total. Um, but everyone's on the over. Um, the total, um, the, the over cashed by 13.5 points in yesterday's Toronto-Brooklyn game. They upped the total to 220 um, this morning. And then it was immediately steamed down to 218. And that's despite a vast majority of the market actually being on the over. So the books are taking sharp money on the under. Um, I guess the sharps or the wise guys aren't overreacting to the uh, the 133-point performance out of Toronto last night. And I just think naturally we should be looking at the under here because all the trends point to the over and the whole market is betting the over. Um, the one caveat I'd put here is I would actually wait until closer to tip-off or until Fred Van Vliet's uh, game status is officially announced. I have to lock in the under 218.5 right now since I'm publishing this podcast. Uh, But if Fred Van Vliet plays, this could get back up to 220. Um, And if he misses, I'll be willing to play this down to 215.5. Um, so I don't think there's, um, I don't think there's a ton of value actually in betting it currently. Um, but I have to lock in my play right now. Uh, but, but also adding to the, to my confidence, I guess, in the under here, uh, Toronto's, uh, Toronto's offense is due for regression, for regression from last night's performance. Even if Fred Van Vliet plays, they shot 47% from the three point land last night but they're only 27th in true shooting percentage they also they're also 26 in pace so they don't get a lot of shots up and they're only 24th in, in free throw attempt rate so if they are having an off shooting night they're probably not going to make up for that with uh, foul line visits also like the most obvious thing with Brooklyn is who creates looks for them they obviously have no Kevin Durant or Ben Simmons Kyrie Irving's allowed to play in road games but Toronto um, has its own vaccine COVID COVID vaccine mandate, and they're not going to let Kyrie Irving play in tonight's game. So the Nets will be, of course, without KD and Simmons and without Kyrie Irving. Goran Dragic is uh, making a second start for the Brooklyn Nets, and they don't really have an, another legit point guard outside of him. Patty Mills is a combo guard. Seth Curry is a shooting guard. And Brooklyn committed 22 turnovers, Monday against Toronto, they averaged 13.8 turnovers per game. Um, so Toronto, Toronto is actually first in defensive turnover rate in the league. So that just kind of adds more, I guess, um, proof that uh, Brooklyn could have a really tough time on offense for a second straight game. And, and again, I do expect just some natural shooting regression out of Toronto, and they don't really pick up the pace. So if they're having an off-shooting night, I think this game can come well into the total. But the biggest thing for me here is just like everyone's on the over. The over makes so much more sense. So we fade that. We go under. Those are my two best bets for today. Again, I'm taking the Detroit Pistons plus three and a half. And between those podcast listeners, I'm sprinkling on Detroit's money line. But for the bet slipping record, we'll go Pistons plus three and a half. I'm going under 218 and a half in the Toronto uh, Brooklyn game. 
Um, again, make sure to uh, to wait until the uh, final injury reports release for for all these games really before making your final wager. Always shop for the best numbers. I got to lock in my prices right now. Um, also follow me on Twitter at Jeffrey underscore Clark in case I add any more plays that you want to follow. Best of luck today, whether you fade or follow me. I'll holler at y'all tomorrow. Peace. Thought I'd see if anybody wanted to play some round ball. You're listening to the Bet Slippin' Podcast Daily NBA Show featuring Jeff Clark from USA Today Sportsbook Wire.